Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody and welcome in to another episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and today we continue our 52-year journey through film. And I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? What up, what up? It is a momentous occasion today. And, a momentous um, occasion indeed. Mm, if you were we... with us last week for our, our, our coverage of Training Day. You might have noticed at the end of training day that we said we were going to be covering Gangs of New York. And while that, you know, legendary film, classic, I, I, I've heard it's held in extremely high regard. I continue to not see it because today we decided to go with an upgrade. Mm. Um, something better. Can't than believe anything. we missed this in the first place. I, 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 I can't fathom it. Uh, you know, something better than everything that came before it and remains untouched mm. in the time since. Today we cover Scooby-Doo from 2002. I mean, I I, I feel kind of um, disappointed in myself that this wasn't the insta-lock for 2002. Um, knowing full well the, the full scope that it has over cinema in general. Um, I mean, you know, filmmaking like, was never the same. Yeah, we, you know, we're covering all these movies, you know, I mean, Godfather, Shawshank Redemption, you know, like, I mean, it's just this movie, even though it comes after, uh, feels like it almost transcends time. And that just film just was never the same. I mean, um, I, look what we have now. Look, we've got Groot. We've got King Shark. That doesn't exist without Scooby-Doo. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, sure, we got Jar Jar Binks a couple years earlier. Mm. And Jar Jar, that's 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 a game changer for sure. But this is what elevated the technology George Lucas was working with and moved it to the next space where we were like, Shaggy's interacting with a real dog. That's a real dog. I never once thought that there were any visual effect shots in this movie at all. I thought this was fully captured in camera. The entire time, which full well might be, and maybe that's why it is such a revolutionary movie. Maybe it's, they they've made Spooky Island. They went for real. They went they, to Scoot uh, to Spooky Island, and uh, let, let me uh, let me lay the groundwork for the people though. Mm. Uh, the movie was released on June fourteenth, two thousand two. Uh, the screenplay was by, or the story was by Craig Titley and James Gunn, and James Gunn wrote the mm. screenplay for this. So you know, I went to. I went to King Shark. I went to Groot. There's a reason for that, man. James Gunn knows what he's doing with this with a CG character, and directed by Raja Gosnell. Um, yeah, James Gunn knows what to do. You know, we've 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 discussed this on Peacemaker. We've discussed this on the Suicide Squad. We've discussed this on the Guardians movies. Um, the way he can make the scummiest of characters sympathetic, uh, like like our Scrappy Doo. Uh, mm. You know, I feel his pain. 
I like the the way his performance bleeds through on the screen. It's unlike anything we've seen so far in our 52 year journey through film. Yeah, we have, you know, the the classic gang here. Um and I I mean I'm I'm thinking back to like The Breakfast Club or um you know American Graffiti where where we're following this kind of gang around, you know, but but this is the gang that I think of whenever I'm thinking of of movies. Of the gang. You know, it's this is the gang. Oh, and let, let's be real. The way they bring these classic characters to life, going back to the, going back to the animated, the cartoon, back from the day for the for the Scooby Doo for the Scooby Doo fandom. Mm. You know, you got Shaggy, Fred, Daphne, Velma, and Scoob. And fuck, did they embody those re- those roles pretty well? Like, uh, I mean, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy. I don't know, man. I think that man deserves some sort of award for having to act opposite a CG character that is not there the entire time and doing exceedingly well at it. Mm. And I mean, we all know, I mean, having to play Shaggy as well. I mean, that that's, that's some, some shoes to step into. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's asking a lot of an actor. I mean, you, whenever, you know, you're, you're already the strongest being of, of all, you know, across the entire multiverse, however you want to put it, there's no one who can stand up to Shaggy if you give him give him a, you know a buffet of food, and uh, he's even even stronger with his pal Scoob. Um, and yeah, it, it, the insane. way they strengthen each other, man. The way they strengthen each other. This is Rocket Groot. This is a uh, this is this is everything. Shaggy and Scoob. Shaggy and Scoob walked so that everyone else could fly. Um, and and the thing is, they we weren't even benefit. walking to begin with. They they were flying already. They were fucking the flying, beginning. man. Nearly moves me to tears to discuss how just how fantastic Shaggy and Scooby were in this movie together. Um, and you know, Linda Cardellini as Velma. I think Velma is my second favorite role in this movie. She mm. uh, she really kills it. And this is a this was my introduction to Linda Cardellini when I was young. And you know, mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. We, we've we've put Spider Man, Spider Man Two, amongst those like videotapes. You you spun until the wheels fell off, you know. Mm. Um, and this was another one for me. I watched this all the time, and uh, I had quite the crush on Linda Cardellini and Velma from from a very young age. I can I can say the exact same. My brother um, loved Daphne. You know that was his crush. You know uh, was Daphne, but but man, there's that was how. That's how it went. There, there was something about about Velma. There was just something, even even before she had like you know her spirit taken away. Oh yeah, no. The thing, but even before the charm uh, about her, man. She uh, had the charm about her. She's a brainiac too. You know, she's mm, smart. Smart. Um, Knows her worth. You know, mm. she steps away early on in that movie. She goes, you know mm. what? You're not recognizing me for what I bring to this team. I have to leave. And you know what? I respect the shit out of that. You mm. know and. From the time I was five, I was like, that's a strong, powerful woman. Damn. And I want to follow her to the they've, ends of the earth. Yeah, they've been a gang, you know, from for quite a while before the beginning of this movie, you know. And, and she doesn't take shit from anybody, even her own gang, you know. Whenever oh, they, she... drop us, they drop us in the thick of it, towards the end of the reign of, of supremacy for mm. Mystery Incorporated. Mm. Uh, starting this movie with them falling apart. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's something you never want to see. Amongst mystery, mystery Inc. You know, it it really, it's. Uh, I, I remember we were we were talking about uh, Alfred and Batman recently, and it's like whenever mm. they're whenever they're at odds, it doesn't mm. feel right. It doesn't make me happy. I need I need it to be comfy, and uh, 
You know, this movie, this movie really, it really makes you feel like it's, it's might not be a possibility. Like this might not have a happy ending. Mm. And you know, that's another thing. The stakes in this movie, they were real. I mean, I just, it's, it's an emotional roller coaster from beginning to end. And there's no, there's really no sign of stopping. I mean, they, they literally go to an amusement park, you know, to Spooky Island, possibly the, the greatest set, the greatest creation, um, that I can think of. I, I mean, you know, Jurassic Park, you know, yeah, as far as movie like covered. movie and television theme parks are concerned, you know, they say Jurassic Park, they say Westworld. I say Spooky Island. I mean, this is this is where I wanted to go, you know. Like, I, I sure I'd like to see some dinosaurs, but but uh, I mean, in, my I mean, heart who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? my heart is in Spooky Island. That's where my heart is at. And and uh, you know that's that's home. Mm. Home is where the heart is, and Spooky Island is home. Yeah, Velma is uh, Velma's a queen. Mm. I uh, I will say. For all the for all the, the the love I'm I'm raining on this movie, uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. as Fred. Mm. You know I like I like all the aspects of this movie, and I like I like Freddie Prinze Jr. And you know I loved him in Friends. He's the voice of Arcane and Jarrus in Star Wars Rebels, but he's far and away the weak link here. You know uh, if we're getting if we're being critical. Wow, I I uh, I didn't I didn't put the cane in. Jarus thing together um that's it's incredible but he is quite the asshole in this movie um and the thing is is that everything in this movie is done perfectly exactly how they wanted to you know for it to be done Mm, um so even even though you know is uh we we do kind of hate him it's it's the he he's wanted to be hated yeah he's he's playing the directors he's playing a douchebag Mm -hmm. and uh and just, I mean, it's perfect that that he is Kanan. You know, he 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 probably saw this role, uh, this you know, coming from from the future with with all of his force knowledge and and such, and uh, how wise he is. But but this is, you know, this is his true where where he got his his true wisdom from from this role from from Fred, to be um, sure. And I, I mean, you know, looking looking at our our decade awards here it's going to be tough for for anyone else to win you know hey, i've award. already i've already made some additions uh, on the google doc and i'd love to rattle mm. them off for you i'm thinking this is this is a shoe in for set design mm. uh scooby doo's definitely up there for set design spooky island i mean what a fucking place to be i uh i can't fathom it uh, costume design has to be there the classicness of the costumes were being presented in the mystery ink gang I mean, those are iconic, and they they fulfill them perfectly, along with all the scary little little motherfuckers we see throughout the movie who aren't mm-hmm. the CGI characters, the ones wearing wearing costumes. You know, like I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. Mm. Um, it's had a great soundtrack. You know, the music swells at the end of the movie whenever everything's come together. Uh, you know, the the mystery ink has won out. Scrappy Doo's been defeated. He's been exposed for being a robot, and we get this real—I don't know—I want to say John Williams esque uh, horn swelling. That's just like hmm. a like it's just mm-hmm. so fucking powerful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, talk no, about a not... twist in cinema Put, right there. Oh. Scrappy Doo being behind it the entire time and and I'll coming you, out man. of a human, you know, that wasn't a human. Um. 
that's yeah, that's just uh, I mean I, I I'm thinking I, I, of you know Darth Vader being Luke's father. I mean it doesn't really hold true to to Scrappy Doo being behind the events at Spooky Island. So I mean we get we get probably one of the biggest plot twists in in all of cinema and all of cinema well. history. Um, yeah, Scrappy Doo, I, I, you can't you know, and the MCU could learn a thing or two mm. from Scrappy Doo. You know, I've had I've had gripes about the MCU television format where it's like, oh, here's here's a bunch of stuff happening. And then in the second to last episode, it's like, oh, here is actually the villain. No, you don't know the motive. No, you don't know shit about it. No, you don't know anything. We'll explain it down the line at some point. Uh, You know what? They make a fucking parent immediately. Motive. Mm. why Scrappy-Doo is behind it. You might not know that he's behind it, but you know Scrappy-Doo has animosity in his heart from that little five-minute clip that they show in the middle of the movie when Velma's telling her her love interest, you know, she's like, yo, hear Mm. this story. Scrappy-Doo was a fucking menace, Mm. Uh, and they set it up, you know? I need setup. I need you to tell me this guy could be a problem. Mm. And And then for the twist to happen... And me still not see it coming. What Matt like? What James Gunn was you? was in his bag here, you know, and and maybe if he, you know, with Guardians, you know, he tried to to come up to to this level, but uh, you know, maybe maybe when he goes back, he can remember back at at what he has done perfectly, hmm. um, in moving forward, um, because I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with this movie. Uh, I mean, it's. From beginning to end, just riveting. I mean, there's so many twists. You know, not just Scrappy. You know, we we feel like some of our characters are are dead at some points. You know, they they have lost their soul. They have lost, you know, and they everything. Velma has to get them back for everybody. You know, we we don't know if they're coming back. They're evil now. Is the gang truly broken up? Is the gang ever going to be the gang again? We don't know. But uh. Man, that's what, what's, what that's is... what's really frightening about this movie. You know, when I was a youngin, uh, this movie scared me. It scared me deeply. Um, mm. and you know, part of part part of that can be owed to their performances. You know, when I go with best actress or best supporting actress, you know, I'm going Sarah Michelle Gellar. The the fear she she presented before obstacles and the way she came overcame that fear mm. and was like, Nah, I'm powerful. I am woman. I was like, okay, okay, Daphne, do your thing. And I believe her in those moments. She is Daphne. She's no, she's not Sarah Michelle Geller. Hmm. She's <laughs> Daphne. And the same can go for Linda Cardellini. We've already marveled at her performance quite a bit. Uh, she, she did a, she did an incredible job. And I mean, I can't, I can't imagine the best actor nod, not going to Matthew Lillard for Shaggy here. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be tough. You know, right now we have Denzel Washington, you know, as Alonzo and Russell Crowe as Maximus, you know, and, and their performances were great and all. But but too bad it had to had to come in the same decade as as Scooby-Doo. Um, you know, it's, it's just it's, a damn shame for everyone else in the decade that Scooby-Doo had to uh, had to be released in 2002. I wish it could. It feels like it almost should exist outside of time. Um like it, it's an entity all unto itself, almost mm. all powerful in a sense. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's kind of like you know how Star Wars was back in in our 
our decade awards where we where we knew it was going to win certain certain awards, but but this case it's I, I love Star Wars and and it almost it pains might be me a clean to say, sweep, but man. yeah, it's 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 gonna be tough for uh, for really anything to be Scooby Doo here. It just might be a clean sweep. Um, I can't I can't imagine anything anything overcoming this, and I think that one of the some of the crazier things, you know, on top of our cast here, and and. Just in the main sense, Matthew Lillard, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Linda Cardellini, Freddie Prince Jr. Those are some pretty big names. Mm. But how about Mondavarius? Mm. How about Mondavarius being good old Mr. Bean? I mean, what what a casting choice here. Um, it he he plays the role perfectly. Starts out as this you know kind of fun um, amusement park owner. You know, you, you kind of are a little suspicious of him a little bit. Right away, you know, you're watching a Scooby-Doo movie. We're trying to find, you know, we're, we're trying to solve some mystery here. But uh, at first, you know, he's this fun, friendly guy. I guess that is before he is Scrappy-Doo, or uh, before he is Scrappy at this point. So he truly is, you know, a different person at, at some points in this Much movie. Much to think about. Much um, to think about here. I think. Or is not he mistaken. Scrappy from the beginning? I think he's Scrappy from the get-go. You see, at the end of the film. Whenever oh. Mondavarius is brought out of his little uh, his little chamber, he's grown a fucking beard and he's got long hair and he's like, "It's been two years." Uh, and Shaggy's like, "You stink, brother. Go take a shower." He's been planning um, this for two years. Scrappy yeah. Doo's been on his on his bullshit. You know, that's that's a, that's a villain. Years for Scrappy, by the way. You know, to to put that in in terms of dog, that's a um, good point. Yeah, I hadn't considered the. Uh, I, I, you know, two years doesn't sound like a whole lot for us, but for, but for Scrappy, that's that's a large portion that's of his a commitment. life that he's that's been a lifetime. This out. You know, he's he's kind of ultra on this shit. You know, he's he he was there, he's gone, and he, he came back after fourteen years, and uh, and planned this shit. Um, I mean, he's, I, I mean, he's so strong as an antagonist. You know, he's up there with uh, with Joaquin Phoenix's character in the Gladiator, hmm. and. Uh, Amongst amongst others, you know, like we've we've had some great some great antagonists uh, up there with, frankly, Agent Smith, uh, mm. Scrappy Doo, right there alongside him, Kristoff the Creator, I think mm. too. Um, fuck Warden Norton, the Shawshank Redemption. I think Scrappy Doo's on par with him, mm. uh, at the very least, maybe even better. Um, I, James Gunn just knows how to write an antagonist, you know. He just knows how to write a perfect film. Is the thing? It's that's where I'll I'll come back to is that there's really not an aspect of this movie that that falls. Um, I can't really think of any part of this movie that I hate. Um, it doesn't is, slow down, and there are no weaknesses. That's I mean, it's just it's incredible that that this this movie doesn't get the praise that it deserves. You know, I mean it's. The awards that it wins, it wins, you know, the most important awards, arguably the, the Teen Choice Awards, um, you know, and, and it got nominated a whole lot. Um, but, but the no actual Oscar winner noms here, and Frank, No Oscar know. noms, and frankly, this is why I don't have trust in the Academy. Mm. Yeah, and, and, you know, maybe maybe it's because they knew that it would win over everything else, um, and it would just be a year for Scooby-Doo, and that's it. And, you know... They were like, we can't, we can't give Scooby Doo the clean sweep. 
Yeah, you know, I I was two years old here, and and when I was watching the Oscars, and I didn't see Scooby Doo come up for a single nom or or a win here, I I just I couldn't believe it. I from I that point up, on, I, I punched yeah. the screen. I turned around to my mother and father, and I said, "Fuck this shit, mom and dad." They said, "Colton, language. When did you learn to speak so well?" Yeah, and then yeah. and then I I explained to them that Scooby Doo wasn't nominated or won, and they said, "Oh, I understand. Uh, they they understood." the language that you know they understood my out my outbreak because i i did the same thing i i threw the tv across the living room i couldn't handle it um and back then those tvs you know they we were didn't have flat they were really so they, big like i really i big. i think yeah. i kind of gained the strength of scrappy doo in his in his you mm-hmm. know form where he's yes. taken on all the souls mm-hmm. um I think mm-hmm. I gained the strength of, of, of Scrappy-Doo in that moment, lifted the, the giant box TV that I had in my living room, and threw it out of the window mm. um, down talk, a 20-foot drop. It I shattered. Mean, talk about some just canon strength just titans in this movie. Shaggy and Scooby and, and Scrappy. I mean, you... We're, we're thinking Marvel, we're thinking, you know, DC heroes or whatever here, but like no one stands a chance. You know, they said Jack Black is. Adam was going to change the power dynamic of mm. the DC universe. Here's the thing, Black Adam, you're fucking nothing compared to Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy-Doo. Mm. I mean, Shaggy has, I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen, there are, there have been some fan-made films of uh, Shaggy taking on some of the strongest characters in the MCU and, and across the multiverse. Um, and he, he wins pretty easily every time. I, I'm thinking, you know, he's taken down Thanos with the full gauntlet um, before. He's taken down Big Chungus. Um, I mean, just absolute titans in, in, in the film industry. And, and you know, you, you give... is a titan of the film industry. Yeah, you, you give, you know, Shaggy... You know, Shaggy alone, you give him... A plate of food, you, you give him, you know, just a buffet a in front of him, it's it's over. Um, I mean, potentially, I, I... Potentially my favorite part of this movie is, uh, you know, we cut back from after they've they've split up, and it's like a few years later, right? And uh, we're, we get a view of the Mystery Incorporated van, and you hear, you hear Shaggy and Scoob laughing their asses off, and you hear Shaggy go, <coughs> this is some primo, man. And then uh, you see the smoke billowing out of the top of the van. And then you go in there and he says, talk about toasted. And Mm. it's uh, they're they're cooking in there. You know, they're cooking. Uh, But we know what they mean. We know. I mean, talk about the easiest mode of transportation for our dream blunt rotation for the aughts awards. Um, It I there's no man. That's so easy. There's nothing else. Um, that I could Nothing think of. will even come um, close. It's, it is just the answer. Um, it's just how it is going to be. Um, and I, I think I can, can just go ahead and, and add yeah, dream blunt rotations, getting shaggy scoob and the mystery machine. Um, mode of transportation there. Um, and I mean, how about a Isla Fisher popping up in this movie on the plane? You know, I'm Mary Jane. That's like my favorite name, man. <laughs> uh, I fucking love that. And uh, you know, about- Isla Fisher. One, of, I think she's a really funny, funny actress, and she's really good in a lot of stuff. A couple years later, she would go on to be in Wedding Crashers, mm-hmm. which is uh, personally my favorite, my favorite Isla Fisher role. She does fucking hilarious mm-hmm. in that. 
Now um, you see me. Um, I like her. Her in there. Very. Yeah, she's a established actress. Yeah. She's very, m- much under her belt. Forget about her role. You know, I guess we're, we're, we're focusing on the gang, Scrappy, and and, uh, and and everyone else. We forget about Mary Jane sometimes. Remembering about this. Movie. Hey, she she comes up at the end. And she puts Shaggy and Scooby in those chokeholds and lifts them up the wall. And it's like, yo, this shit crazy. I mean, it's there's some strength in this universe that is it's untapped. Um, and maybe, you know, maybe in Dr. Strange Multiverse of Madness, we visit Spooky Island. Maybe, maybe this is what unlocks everything. Um, you know, maybe, you know, we we think Kang is behind all of this, but I, I I don't know. Scrappy is, is pretty resourceful and he's been, been planning this for quite some time. Yeah. Who's to think that he's on, he only planned this in, in his 14 years, you know, that I don't, I don't know. I think he has more in store for us possibly. Um, I like to think so. I like to think so. It's a, you know, he is a multiversal entity. There's no doubt mm. about it. Uh, on on some everything, everywhere, all at once sort of proportions. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a, another just fantastically quotable movie. Uh, there's there's just so many quotes here. A little interaction between Velma and Fred. I know you. All you care about are swimsuit models. And Fred's like, look, I'm a man of substance. Dorky chicks like you turn me on to. Uh, and I was like, yep, this is a 2002 movie for children. Mm. Uh, yeah, and you want to talk about, uh, you know, indoctrinating children modernly with sexuality. Mm. Uh, yeah, man, it's been happening for straight people for a very long time. Just go ahead and, uh, let people love who they love, man. Sorry. Yeah. Little, little tangentially related subject but like come on there's been there's been dudes who have been obviously horny for women in movies for years Mm. so i think i think man can love man i think woman can love woman just go ahead and shut the fuck up uh the power couple that is you know shaggy and scooby is maybe the most revolutionary part of this Um, that's a a potentiality man and dog you know and and they weren't afraid to go there um you know maybe they they did lack on on some other areas but but uh, the relationship between Shaggy and Scooby, I, I, I hey can't man, see there's it this, any there's other this way. embrace at the end of the movie where you know Sh- Shaggy and Scoob see each other across the room after they've won, and you know he's had this interaction with Mary Jane for a second, but he puts her to he, he moves her to the side, and Shag Shaggy goes Scoob, and he goes Reggie, and then they run at each other. Scooby jumps on him, licks his face a whole bunch. I'm like, you know what? That's that's the connection I need. That's how you got to rein it in at the end of a Scooby Doo movie. That's how it always. Uh, mm. That's how it's that's how it's supposed to go. Um, it, it it just truly is. But uh, talk about some some monster design. You know those evil. I don't even know if they oh, have. I thought a this name. was Moon Knight. Um, yeah, that, it's. I mean, that. Like legitimately, while I was watching Moon Knight, I was remembering back to these, these, oh, yeah, these creatures. I think I I might have even mentioned it on the second watch. I don't know, but For I sure. have mentioned it to other people outside, like my cousins that come over. And after we watch the episode, I'm like, did they remind you of any? Like, am I crazy? You know, did did this creature remind you of anything in specific? And they were like, hmm, I don't know. And I said, well. I, I I'm thinking back to Scooby Doo, Spooky Island, those creatures that came out, and they were like, "Oh my god, yeah, they kind of kind of have the same kind of feel to them." 
They do. Um, so they I do. mean, this this movie it always comes back to me in one way, shape, or the other, and I am I'm glad it is on this this project. It it needs to be um, because now. You know, we we will hold every movie to this standard. Nothing will ever reach it, but um, we know it's the like, print is of the crop. It, it might be The Godfather. It might be Jaws. You know, it might be Raiders of the Lost Ark. But is it Scooby-Doo 2002? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it is just a movie that does transcend time almost. It's It's crazy. I don't think this movie will will ever die i mean what what movie in recent memory has as powerful a fart battle as that which transpires between shaggy and scooby Uh, oh my gosh they're in those in those urns or vases oh yeah and and the reverberation of the fart i mean i as a as a child i i laughed so hard at farts and uh, yes this this was fart comedy to be sure. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I usually don't, I, I usually prefer my movies without fart comedy. I think that's, uh, I think that can typically be said, but for this, I feel like I can make an exception, you know, and maybe that uh, shows the strength of, of this movie. I think they, it does. They, they can even weave that in there and, and it's still it a masterpiece on epic of epic proportions. Mm. You know, th- it, this movie had everything. It had the drama, you know, w- without, without question had the drama, you know, I mean, you, it had you feeling for these characters. The stakes were so high. I didn't know what was going to happen. The comedy was there. At every moment, I'm laughing, but I'm also, in the back of my mind, scared at every moment that one of these characters might go. Um, you know, I'm thinking to to the building that, that had kind of the roller coaster in it, and eventually the food wall that grabbed, you know, um, everyone, the little, um, the little man, you know, little guy who's running around in, like, armor. Um, you know, like I was, I was scared of that guy. Um, I, this, this movie genuinely had me scared and, you know, the shining, you know, doesn't really do the horror that, that Scooby-Doo, you know, comes up to be and not quite, you know, like I, I could watch the shining when I was five. I can't, Hmm. I, I, I had a tough time with this every once in a while. Like I'd, I'd turn this on and I go, Oh no, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, you know, covering my eyes and at the parts I don't want to see, but I'm always listening. I'm always listening, you know, mm. and uh, that's another thing in this movie, the sound design. Uh, it's pretty incredible. Um, there's, there's, there's plenty, there's plenty to enjoy. You got those classic cartoon effects, you know, you got the whenever mm. someone's about to take off running or something classic. like that. You got you gotta have it. You gotta have it. Mm. Yeah. It's just, I mean, they're, <clears throat> this movie's just truly revolutionary and and I'm glad you know that it it did come early in my life so that everything following can try to do what this movie did um, and just not quite succeed. Yeah, it's 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 tough, you know, I mean they even changed the whole the Warner Brothers logo and into 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 Scooby Doo and they they changed their whole company name for this movie. In, incredible. Um, you know, for for a short time Warner Brothers existed as as a Mystery, Mystery Inc. Company, um, you know, and that that's that's factual. That's true. That really happened. Turn on the movie and see it for yeah, yourself. It really happened, and and I mean, just what they had to go through to create these characters and, and bring them to life so perfectly. I I I think James Gunn. I I think the writers. I think the directors. You know, I I we just we were gifted 
such a perfect movie and uh and enough people don't realize this um yeah i mean scrappy really got big there you know oh he got jacked and that was one of the things that kind of scared me when i was younger you know i was like oh shit fuck this scrappy's massive now Mm. we're fucked we're done he's gonna win um you know luckily luckily we we went out but Mm. it's scary there for a second and this isn't even his full strength you know, this is a mere fraction of, of what he can do. If he'd if he'd um, gotten the pure soul of Scooby Doo, who knows what could have happened to, to the world at large. Oh my god. Yeah, it would have been would have been very scary. Um glad that never happened, you know, because if it, Scooby's soul in the hands of Scrappy, I, I don't even want to think of, of what that could mean. I don't even um, want to think about what that means we could have lost as yeah, a society. I mean Wow. I mean, I, I you know, I, I thought that Spider-Man, you know, defined my childhood. I thought, you know, that some hey, bat- Spider-Man movie, didn't man. even define 2002, buddy. Mm. That's true. You know, it's this movie. It's this movie that truly defined my childhood. You know, and, and honest to God here, this disc, this, we had it in VHS and disc. And DVD, they both were fucked. fucked. They were. Uh, we had to buy a new cop. We had to buy a new disc. You know, like it. It mm-hmm. was that good of a movie. We can't. We couldn't go without watching it. You know, we tried the toothpaste on the on the disc, clean it up, try to get it all. You know, we we tried everything to bring that disc back to life. Um, sometimes it's just not in the cards. And and you know, I was I was very okay with going out and buying a, you know another copy of this movie. Honestly, I should own a hundred copies of this movie, uh, just for how good it is. Frankly, um, I should have kept the DVD industry alive mm, with with my purchases of Scooby Doo. Mm. Yeah, uh, wow. I mean, just what a cast, what a performance, what direction. You know, the everything um, about this movie is just impeccable. I can't think of another movie in in all of Hollywood and all of cinema ever. Nothing's in this camp. Mm. Nothing's in this camp. Talk about, yeah, the adventure, too. I mean, Jurassic Park, sure. You go on quite a little adventure, but is it Spooky Island? Raiders, yeah, sure. But no, not quite. I say we, uh, I say we go ahead and rate this and you across know, the board. Could be quite the easiest rating that we've ever done. Um, you know, in, I think it probably is. You know, enjoyment. I, I can't think of another movie that, that I do enjoy more. You know, it's sad that this only goes to five stars. Um, I, I I feel like I almost should extend it to six. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, we do provide our scale though. I think mm. I, it does max out the scale. It's a five out of five in terms of enjoyment. Uh, not just nostalgically, you know, uh, I hadn't watched this movie in some time, you know, it'd been, it'd been a good, a good few years since the last time I, I viewed Scooby-Doo. And I can confidently say upon completing it uh, just just this morning, uh, I cried six or seven times during that movie. It was it, it was emotionally riveting. There's never I, I you know, we talked Dead Poet Society for how how a movie affects you on such a deep level. Mm. And no. Nah. Dead Poet Society doesn't resonate on near the level that Scooby Doo does. Um, yeah, this is 
this isn't just a cry. I mean, there there are some ugly cries. It's a sob, and there there's some t- there's tissues that are being grabbed. There's you know, and they're all over the room. And I have, tossed I tossed them everywhere. You those moments you have moments of pure joy, pure ecstasy. You have fear, adrenaline pumping through your body. You have everything you could ever want in 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 a movie experience. And yeah, I mean that it makes makes sense that it's a five and, and nothing else nothing else does make sense it, it truly doesn't it truly doesn't so i think a scooby-doo i think it has to be a five out of five there and i mean talk uh, about you know a genre does this really even fit in a genre genre defining i mean it, it, i mean we talk about it's such a genre blender mm. of exquisite taste you know you got you got the adventure we're heading to Spooky Island, and we're doing all this. You got the mystery unraveling there at the end with with Scrappy-Doo at the mm. center of the conspiracy. You got the comedy. Plenty of funny moment, moments in this movie. We talked about the farts. Um, and the horror. Oh, the horror. And they ramp up the drama on you at places. You know, when, when Velma ditches, I felt I felt that. You know, that's the first cry. It's heartbroken. Um, oh, it's a heart it's a heart wrenching scene. And uh you know, as far as genre is concerned, I think it's got a I think it's gotta be a five out of five. I I, I don't yeah. I don't see it going any lower. Maybe like maybe a four point nine nine, but not nothing below that. Yeah, it's I mean this is is not just genre defining, it's defining for all of film. Um so it's 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 incredible what it did, what it accomplished, and I don't even think it it does fit in a certain genre. There's there's no genre that we could get it. It's a movie on its own. It's in a it, league it, of its own. Um, it ascends beyond the bounds of mm. genre. You know, like it just if if it were possible, this movie should be all of life. I mean, we should worship this movie as. You know, we we should form religions around this movie. Almost. And I firmly believe that whenever 2002 is a relic in an ancient history, mm. Ruby Roo, there might be, be God. There will be a, a Blu-ray copy of, of Scooby-Doo kept in every wonder of the world, in mm. every important location. You know, th- this has to be <clears throat> the thing that continues past human civilization if we put one thing out into space for for other life to find this encapsulates all we need them to find scooby-doo we need them to find scooby-doo and frankly if we're ever going to colonize like the moon or Mm. mars i don't see a better way to to kick off you know building a civilization than constructing a perfect replica of spooky island I think that might be that might be the way that we lead our civilization on a new on a new planet, mm. uh, beginning our multiplanetary yeah. journey as a species. I don't think there's a better way to kick it off than with uh, with an homage to the greatest film that's ever existed. Yeah, maybe just big screens everywhere, having this movie play on loop twenty four seven. Just and there there will be people that <clears throat> only watch this movie. I feel you know they will they will change their lives just to to watch this movie and, and do nothing else. And it's, it's that good. I'm confident too, that there will be a, there will be revolutions. Mm. They will fight. They will fight Scooby-Doo being the film, the one, the only film we watch in, in 
two years. Um, yeah, war. It will be will illegal be to watch any other movie. War will not be fought over oil, or or territory, or you know any of these these meaningless things that we fight over now. No, the fight is with Scooby Doo. Um, and and if you guys aren't awoken, you know, to this concept, if if you if you're not in it now, you need to be. The revolution, you know, it's it's starting. Um, I, I can feel it. You know, it's I, I don't it's know in my bones. Yeah, it's and if you're not with Scooby Doo, then you're against Scooby Doo, mm. and you will pay the consequences of your actions. I don't know how you could be against this movie. Um, it, there there are just some opinions that are wrong. Um, and this is an absolute uh, fixed opinion in time. Um, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi said, "You know, only Sith deal in absolutes." But I think he'd agree if if he knew what was at stake here. And you know, we have Kenobi coming out sometime soon. Maybe, maybe um, there is some reference to Scooby Doo here uh, coming up, and maybe this is what sparks the revolution, gets people riled up. Uh, we'll be interesting to see. Um, but there is one one rating left. Um, and it is how Needed, it did as a film. <laughs> need we elaborate? And I mean, you guys already know what it's going to be. The performances, the camera work, the visuals the of this movie. The writing. Oh my God. Imagine writing this story. Being the one or the few that came up with the most perfect story in all of cinema. And then adapting it to film no. so perfectly as well. Imagine taking taking the the satisfactory ending of the Shawshank Redemption, the the dramatics of Goodwill Hunting, the horror of The Shining, the comedy of the Jim Carrey trilogy in 1994. If you if you put that all together and you had a big CGI fucking dog, it's Scooby Doo. And I don't even know if that comes close. And and that's that's insane to say this movie is just, it is the movie. You know, if we're talking about required viewing um, for cinema, I, th this is the required viewing. Um, if, if you have to pick a singular movie from this list, you watch Scooby-Doo. And I'm glad that I was just alive whenever this movie came out. Um, I get to say I was there, you know, I lived it. I was in theaters. I saw this the night it came out, opening night. My parents took me. My parents were irresponsible as fuck and took a baby to I the movie theater. I forced them to take me. I said, this, I said, this will be the most important day of my life. Father, you do not know what's to come in about 20 years when the revolution is about to be sparked via this movie. I've mm -hmm. seen a message in the stars from Ruby Doo. You need to take me to see this film. And who knows, we might have been in the same theater and we didn't know it, you know, at, at age two. And, and, and that's that's what this movie does. Perhaps we're the prophets who are supposed to take it into our own hands to make it so. Maybe this is to make why, it so that Scooby-Doo is. This is why the gangs of New York had to fall. You know, it needed is, to happen. This is why it's not available on any streaming platform. It, it, it the to, universe. And to think that if Gangs of New York 
would have been available to stream on HBO Max as it was literally a week ago. Um, Coincidence? I think not. I think I was meant to watch this film at this time. This, uh, I, I think I'm going to clear my schedule um, from everything. I'm going to quit my job. I, 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 <laughs> I know what I'm doing with my life now. Yeah, I'm going to run for office. And with that, Scooby-Doo is a 5 out of 5 flick, potentially the greatest of all time. And I say that for those who have doubts. I know it's the greatest film of all time. Mm. Um, and if with you that, think otherwise, you're wrong. You are wrong. Uh, th- there are opinions that I am open to uh, hearing out, but that is not one of them. Uh, with that, we conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast with uh, with 2002 Scooby-Doo, 5 out of 5, across the board, uh, potentially the greatest film of all time. With that, I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me, and, and it was the biggest pleasure to be here today. The- oh, the greatest, the greatest pleasure. Uh, if you would... Head to patreon.com slash Bloom and fund the revolution for Scooby-Doo becoming the, uh, the, the only film we will ever watch again. Uh, because I don't have the money to make this happen right now, but if you all donate to my campaign, uh, I will unseat Joe Biden and I will become, I will become God Emperor Colton along with Vice God Emperor Joseph George and the Penny Bloom podcast will rule for, Thousands of years with Scooby-Doo 2002 on Blu-ray as its herald. We, we, we shall convert this movie into IMAX to give people the true experience. Um, we, we, we will, we'll do great things for this movie. We, who, who cares, you know, tax reform, health care, meaningless problems. Meaningless um, in, the, in the scope of what's at hand. Yeah, we, uh, this is what we need to focus on. So head over to that Patreon and, and, and donate as much as you can. Um, hundreds if not thousands if you are capable mm. um, with that follow on Twitter at Penny Bloom Pod you know we only have 150 followers and I don't think that's enough to spark a revolution head to Instagram follow at Penny Bloom Podcast and remember peace love and bloom and rubber raggy